Hey, hey, hey. What do you say? It's the Swipe It Show. Right here on the Success Network, of course, I'm Kevin. I'm the president and CEO of Swipe It, and we've got some crazy stuff we're going to talk about today. But of course, please remember to, you know, those little buttons, wherever they are, I don't know where, over here, press that little like, maybe share it, tell others to watch the show. Man, you should have seen what this crazy credit card guy, Kevin, was saying. It was insane. He is unbelievably smart as ever. I don't know. Make Maybe you want to say some comments, and there's a little comment area there. You can ask some questions. I'll try to answer them if I can. Obviously, this is a live show. We will repackage this so that you can see this in little segments, maybe little things that maybe will tease your brain a little bit. But of course, Swipe It is a nationwide credit card processing company helping merchants all over the country with fixing all the problems that all these other foolish companies are doing to merchant and business owners all over the country. But listen, I love what I do. And I want to talk today about the good, the bad, the ugly. And yeah, there is some good and there's bad and there's big time ugly within our industry in many facets of how things work. And let me tell you about, you know, obviously we, we don't want to be really negative, but I'm going to talk about things that create problems for business owners on a general basis of owning a business and how they conduct and do things throughout the day. You know, and of course, in the credit card processing world, some of the really good things that happen are when they find Swipe It. Yeah, Swipe It. Good company. Ning, 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 ning. Bellers, ring, ding, ding, whatever. We are a good company. I couldn't come out here and talk about processing and be in books with famous people and, you know, be out there for everybody to find you know, you know, we have people that just walk right into the office here and I'm like, hi, how are you? You know, and they're like, well, hey, I uh, wanted to talk to you. You know, some people have seen me around town and they go, hey, uh, love to have some coffee with you. I, I mean, you never know, right? You just kind of run into people. That's that's the good part. And they want to ask questions and maybe they need to stay where they're at. And we will look over their stuff and say, stay where you're at. You're good until you have bad customer service. Then if you want better customer service, well, come find us. Anyways, the good in the business is working with really good credit card processing organizations. All right, so let me explain that. There are people just like me all over the country. They all want to make money. They all want to be in the business, and they're doing good things. They're a very small percentage of the good people. And I say the good people because most people in our industry, they just they want to sign somebody up and then they run to the next client and they're left holding the bag with customer service issues or problems because they were kind of new in the business. They didn't know what they were doing. That could be kind of bad. Now, ugly could be even worse where it comes out to being they got signed up by somebody that didn't know the the business of the industry, and now they've got their funds held and they don't know what to do. We're, we're fixing a, mirror, a, a huge amount of issues and problems for business owners, and they don't realize they even have these issues until they actually start working with someone like Swipe It. And we're just a smaller percentage of the business, and we've been working in the industry for over 25 years. So let me, let me talk about some, some bad things that happen. 
and really it's more of a, I hate to be negative, but these are bad business practices that you need to be paying attention to. And one of those bad things is signing up with anybody that just walks off off the street or working with your next door neighbor who just kind of started his credit card processing, you know, organization. So he says, but he might've signed up as someone that isn't even registered. You know, I am a registered with Visa, MasterCard, Amex, Discover with two processors, and we're getting ready to do a third. I've got the agreements sitting here in my inbox. I need to read them and get them over my attorney and see, you know, what I need to adjust to get things better for our clients, right? Because we're here for you. And by us registering, that's a part of the business where we're actually scrutinized a little bit more. They do background checks. We've got to pay fees every year to Visa, MasterCard, Amex, and Discover, which are not cheap. And that gives us another level of working with a good company. And I have to put that on the bottom of my website. So if you go to my web, my website, S is in Sam, W is in William, Y is in yellow, P is in Paul, I is in Indigo, T is in Tom.com, which is swipe it with a Y. When you go to my website, you'll see all the way at the bottom that I have two that show that I'm a registered ISO of XYZ. And that is something that not everybody has. And you'll find software companies that have that. You'll be like, why does the software company have that? Well, that's because here's the bad part of our business. A lot of software companies, they want to lock you in to use only one merchant service provider. And they have actually registered and they are offering merchant services, but they're making it seem like it's somebody else. So you may have signed up with a merchant service provider that is actually the software company that you're working with. And that software company, they know it's a huge revenue maker for them. I say huge. The reason it's huge is because they can charge whatever they want. And then you can't change. You know, if, if you're driving around in a car that you purchased and you thought you had something in that car that you didn't have, and you signed on the dotted line to whomever, GM, Ford, Dodge, and you're going, wait a minute, uh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. You can't just bring that car back and say, hey, I'm done, right? You've spent a lot of money. You're paying for that car. Well, in this case here, you got to wait till you either buy it out or you own it or whatever, and now you can make a change to a different car product to get the things that you used to have in the car prior, right? The goal is to make a transition with an organization, whether it's cars, insurance, maybe a copier service, uh, you know, maybe a delivery service, whatever the product may be, you want to make it a smooth transition. You want to have the same and or better pricing, the same or better customer service. But when you make the change, you might make a change because you had a problem, right? So you, you're always thinking it's going to be very similar. So, of course, those are things that you have to be very careful and open for, right? Now, here's some really ugly parts of, of our business is uh, chargebacks. You know what a chargeback is? That's when a consumer, a consumer walks into a retailer. They are like, hey, thanks so much, and they pay, and then they leave. And then they get the bill in a two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is, and they decide they're just going to do a chargeback. 
And consumers do this. They actually will just do a chargeback. They'll call up their card issuer and say, I wasn't there or I requested a refund. They never gave it to me. Uh, I never received my product or I didn't like the food. Whatever it may be, we as consumers have the right to dispute the transaction that was done at a retailer. And unfortunately, there are people, I'll give you a really good example here. It's a recent chargeback we've been dealing with for one of our clients. We're helping them through the steps of this, by the way. We can't, we can't lie, cheat, or deceive, but we can give them the facts of how they can be assisted by gathering the correct information. So let me start from the beginning. One of our clients calls us up, says he's got almost $100,000 of actual chargebacks. He's a marketing company. He's doing all of these things that he needs to be doing to help that client get more business through the marketing. And then the owner of that business turns out has a partner and the partner's credit card was being used. The partners had to dispute. They have dissolved each other. Now the partner is wanting to dispute the transactions that they paid for when he was happy with the business owner that he was a partner with. But because he's dissolved that relationship, he's now doing dispute for transactions that the practice actually should not be disputing. So the transaction came across in a specific manner. The merchant, obviously the business owner, is always very upset over this and the emotions take over. So we're going to bring them down off of that cliff to help them with the emotional part and saying, this is a business transaction. Do not call the client. Do not have emails or correspondence with them because the process has already started for that chargeback. And so sometimes they don't listen. Of course, they start conversing, you know, heated words happen, text messages happen, uh, emails happen, and they're not pleasurable. Stop doing that. So we got him off of his ledge and we said, this is what he's saying that chargeback is for. And we said, based upon this information that they're looking for, that they're having a chargeback about, you already have it proving that this isn't. So what I want you to do is give us that information. We'll show you where to upload it when you log into your portal. And then it'll go directly to that department that's going to help get that information to guess who? Not us. We're going to give it to Visa, MasterCard, Amex, or Discover, which is also the card issuing bank. The card issuing bank themselves are the ones that will finally make the decision whether the merchant wins or loses. So me as a consumer does a chargeback with, say, Wells Fargo. I call Wells Fargo. I say I want my money back. Wells Fargo contacts the card merchant service provider, the merchant service provider then contacts the merchant. The merchant gives that information back to the processor. The processor then gives it to Wells Fargo, the card issuer, and the card issuer makes the final decision. And of course, the card issuer has to make the decision based upon the information that the merchant has provided. So we give our clients information to help them hopefully win a chargeback. Now, because the card issuer makes the decision, we have no control. Obviously, our clients, we want to side with them. But once the decision is made, then the customer might do a second chargeback and go, wait a minute, how did I lose that? So now they call up Wells Fargo or whatever bank it is and or card issuer and says, hey, um, 
I, I lost this, and the customer has to have the money given back to the merchant, and the merchant feels vindicated because it's like, wow, I won. Well, they do it again. Now the second time in that process of the chargeback, the customer says, I want to dispute this again, and they come up with a different way or tactic or saying that that transaction took place. So now again, the merchant is emotional. How can they do that again? They can't do that. That must be illegal. Those transactions from two years ago. Well, they can do anything they want because they call up their card issuer and somebody at uh, customer service. Oh, yes, sir. No problem. It's a whole nother person they're talking to. Now they're disputing it again. And they've said it was a different reason. So now we've got more information we're going to gather that we're going to say, now you have text and communication, and you need to give that to the process to help with getting this chargeback resolved, hopefully, right? So let's do that and get the information over. Second time goes through, now they lost, and the merchant's livid. He's like, man, how come I won the first time but lost the second time? I go, well, you know, the information, they didn't lie. Who knows? We don't have any control over it. But guess what? You know what I tell him to do? I go, take him to court. That's theft of service. And he goes, well, what if we did this arbitration? And uh, and I go, well, arbitration is a separate person that will actually look over this all the information from the first and the second one. And they might actually side with you, but they may not side with you, but there's a fee to it. And in this case here, you may want to do it. So we suggest it. And sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. And then that's when we suggest, you know what, you probably should just take them to court, you know, theft of services. So if you're a business owner and you're using a product and or service and you paid with your credit card and you just didn't like the outcome of that, you might well just write it off on your taxes because there are retailers that will sue you and or, you know, have information showing they performed the work. So don't be deceptive in your way of trying to get your money back just because you didn't like how somebody provided a service for you. Move on, get over it. You know, the merchants are just like you as a business owner and they're trying to make a living as well. And if they've provided the service and they take you to court, there's a good chance you're probably going to lose. I don't know too many judges that when you show this kind of level of information to a judge, this information there's a good chance they're going to win and you're going to be liable for court fees, other attorney's fees and or damages. I've seen it. I've been at those court hearings because the merchant happened to be local and asked me to show up. And I did. And of course the judge is like, well, who are you in the back there? And I said, well, we're the sales office of the merchant service provider. We're helping you know, give the information. We're unbiased, but we do believe that we'd like to help our client. So that's a, you know, kind of an ugly thing that people do. And in those cases, the outcome is up to the card issuer, some chargebacks. You know, what's really bad for a merchant sometimes is when they have workers that work for them and they, you know, they, they think they've hired somebody good, right? I mean, anybody that, you know, you look over the resume, you hire them, they seem trustworthy, you might have checked their references, they start working for your retailer, at your your widget store, whatever product you're selling, and all of a sudden you start seeing some strange transactions. And you're like, what is that? 
So, you know, obviously we've got reporting methods. They contact us. They say, hey, I'm looking for this. I see this credit card. It's been a refund. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's happening. And then we're able to give them times of transactions. We're giving them information. And then they go back and look on their, uh, you know, their, their video recordings for the days of those transactions. And we see right there on the video the employee uh, doing fraudulent things that they shouldn't be doing on their uh, credit card machine. And, of course, uh, that leads to, unfortunately, an employee getting fired. But there are employees and people that when you hire them, you should be doing some sort of background check on them. You know, they're the face of your company. And if they're actually, you know, stealing monies from you as a retailer, you should be really cognizant of the fact that, you know, why are they job jumping? Why are they doing different things that, why, why did they work at this retailer only for a couple months and then this one for a couple months? Or maybe they didn't tell you, you know, I don't know. There's, there's, uh, everybody needs employees. There's going to be mostly, and I'm going to say mostly for the most part, employees are good and people would never go out of their way to hurt somebody. But there are people in the world that literally wake up every single day. And what they do is they get up, they have coffee, they brush their teeth, they eat some breakfast, they go to their office and they punch the clock and they take credit card numbers that they've stolen on the internet and they've uh, got a fraudulent merchant account that they set up and they're just doing refunds all day and they're doing refunds and they're just stealing. And then they have to close the bank account because the bank gets notified from the provider that the account is closed. And so they got to go open up a new bank account and they contact the merchant service provider and they switch to a new bank before the merchant service provider understand there's so many facets of things that are happening here in a very quick manner because all they're doing is trying to steal as much as they can as quick as they can but this is their job they work nine to five every day just like you and i working to make a good living these people spend their day doing nothing but stealing that's what they do we get contacted from people and this is an ugly side of the business right we've got good people that set up merchant accounts. We have good people that provide good customer service like we at Swipe It. And then there are bad things that happen to merchants through chargebacks and things of that nature and bad employees potentially that were working for them. And then the ugly part is, you know, many times when people are, um, well, I completely forgot where I was going with that. See, it's a live show. Good, bad, ugly. Ugly part is when maybe you have also another person that you hire and they are just stealing monies from the company. And you don't even realize it has nothing to do with their credit card processing. We recently were contacted by a client of ours who, well, um, they were like, who are all these players here? We've got the processing company, we've got the gateway, and we've got this other company. We don't even know who these people are. Who are you? You know, it's, it's an attorney for that company. And they kind of wanted to know what was going on because they wanted to maybe press charges for an, an employee that was stealing funds from them. Well, it turns out that they, on the day that that person was fired, they created a separate user account and they went in, they were doing things they shouldn't be doing. You know, at the end of the day, we've got a track history. We've got a cookie crumb of things that we can look into our system to assist with our clients, to help them 
acknowledge or dispute bad things that they may or may not have been doing in the world of the credit card processing credit card processing aspect of their business. So whether they were doing things into the credit card machine, maybe they were doing things into the point of sale, maybe they were doing it through the gateway. It doesn't matter. We've got a, a way. We know when things are happening on people's merchant accounts to assist a merchant with the bad and the ugly things that happen at their business. And we're phone call away to assist with those types of issues and problems. Uh, I had a client whose ex-wife happened to still have access a year later. And she went in because he wasn't paying his whatever and started routing monies to her bank account. She did a banking account change. This is 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago. And he called me up and said, hey, I haven't been getting my deposits. And I go, well, we see we're sending them right here. You did this banking change. I didn't do a banking change. Well, the wife knew all of his, his ex-wife knew all of his information to get into that merchant account. That's why it's so important to always create users. And when you have users to access anything that comes to your finances, you need to delete or change passwords. This is so critical in your business to always be making sure that past employees, past wives or husbands don't have access to your financial stuff that's related to your business. We have seen a multitude of things. I could tell you all day many different things that have happened to tons of our clients all over the country. And that's just a snippet of things that happen. We see it a lot. We see fraud. And that is the biggest thing today that happens to merchants is fraud. And when you have fraud, you don't know who to turn to or how to handle it. But we've got the cookie crumbs that we can follow and we can help. If you have fraud in your business, you don't know what to do, and you're working with a merchant service provider that just every time you call up that they're giving you grief and you don't know what to do, give us a ring. We'll help you. Everything we do is confidential. We're obviously in the financial world. We might talk of the stories here that I'm talking about, but as you can see, I've never talked about the names of the merchant. I can't tell you how much volume they do. I'll never talk about the specifics, just more of a high level of these are things that we've seen. After 25 years of being in the credit card processing business, you need someone that's got your back, someone that can actually help you in your business, that, you know, things that you need, you need assistance. We're more than just a merchant service provider. You might need financial planning help. You might need um, insurance needs. Maybe you're looking for life insurance. Maybe you're looking for the better financial planner. It, you know, obviously financial means. Maybe you're looking for um, switching to uh, a different merchant service provider and you thought it was a good deal, but you wanted to talk to about it. Talk to us first. Uh, you know, maybe you... You have a brother or sister that's in a in a bind and they need assistance. We'll, we'll refer them over to us. We, we'll help you. You know, obviously, we've got marketing companies that can help you. We have a marketing company that we use. We, we want to refer you people that are in our inner circle that can help you be more profitable in your business. So we've created relationships that are very useful. And, of course, they don't want to be thrown out of the inner circle. 
So they're never going to hurt you. But what you want to do is always have the ability to work with the right people. And that's us at Swipe It, right? On the Success Network. You know, we're we're an organization that is trying to do the good things for people, helping people with the bad things and the ugly things that potentially happen to them. And we're just a phone call away. People, they say, hey, I'm going to be doing a uh, uh, an event and I need some assistance and, you know, it's happening in a couple of weeks. Can you help me out? And we say, sure. We've got these uh, portable terminals that I showed in the last show. You can use it. And I don't have one handy right here. But, of course, I could show you if you gave us a call, talk to us, maybe had questions about merchant accounts. Listen, if you process credit cards and you're not locked in, we want to help you. We want to give you all the resources and all the knowledge to make the best decisions for you and your business. And we're going to introduce you to people when you ask, or we might ask if you want that type of thing, to people that are going to help you increase your sales. Because you know what? It's going to help us too. We want to help you be more successful in your business. I'm Kevin Hodes with Swipe It. I am the guru of credit card processing. And we want to be your merchant service provider at Swipe It. Of course, this is Kevin with the Swipe It Show on the Success Network. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to ask comments or find out what you want to do. But of course, I'm Kevin with Swipe It. And remember to do what you want when you want.